0: welcome into the pop culture pile driver i am jason rossi but most importantly can find us as a little squad here at pop culture pd on the twitter machine i can be found at jason rossi or jason d rossi should i say with me as always my tag team partner in the podcast sphere he goes by the handle of at billy d twenty four eleven. his name
1: oddly enough is billy d what's going on man hello uh not too much just got out of work uh fun day ready to do this uh One Hit Wonders draft. I like a lot of One Hit Wonders, so it should be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, I am pretty jazzed up about it. We'll bring on our guests in a minute, Bill. But, uh, you know, you said you did a little work day. We're all coming off of things. What's on your mind today, Bill? Don't give me nothing.
1: Give me something. Traffic. Traffic.
0: Wait, Wait, what? It's kind of back.
1: It's kind of back. So now I can drive into the office because they're paying for my parking, which is nice. Mm. So on a normal day, like Sundays when I do the early show, like the football show, I can get there in 12 minutes flat. Uh, gotcha. Today there was a little bit of traffic. Um, you know what is that road next to ninety three, uh, Storrow Drive? On that, for those of you in Boston, it kind of was backed up. Old school. It was backed up to like right off of ninety three. It went fast, but you know I always said I was willing to live through the Thanos snap because I want less traffic. I'm willing to take the... I'll roll the dice, because, like, less traffic, less people. Anytime there was a holiday, the tea was easier to take. It was easier to drive in. I'm one of those guys. I will drive 10 to 20 minutes longer, just to avoid traffic. And today, I forgot my fucking badge. So, luckily, I was running way early, so I had to drive all the way home in traffic, get back in traffic. And it wasn't, like, heavy traffic, but it was decent enough. It was, like, what you would normally experience at, like, 1 o'clock on a Friday kind of traffic. So, like, some, but, like, I'm used to just breezing around during COVID and now not the case so much. But would you say
0: arguably maybe we are living in the Thanos snap right now? Like A little bit. Like we just don't know it. We just like, it's not as immediate, slowly
1: attacking us all. 2020 has kind of been the Thanos snap of all time. A little bit. And once that happened, I was like, somebody at work was like, oh, I think your thing's actually coming true here. And I was like, ah, you know what? I kind of want to dial that back. I don't want people <laughs> to die. Um, especially, you know, due to, you know, an illness that will, you know, be, wheezing and you're on a respirator so i'm gonna dial that take back a little bit but i did like the less traffic so let's get some more lanes because by the time the big dig was finished it was already obsolete and i think we all feel that pain when we drive through boston there you go bill's dealing with the traffic uh for me bill i
0: will start by uh, i never and I, I i think this might be the first time i don't want to say for sure uh the first time i've responded to the my my awful takes right um i don't
1: believe i usually you have
0: maybe the first time because i let it and let the ostrich. Let
1: it. and the ostrich
0: well, because the ostriches are awesome. I have done so much research <laughs> on ostrich. I'm trying to convince my son that ostriches are awesome, and he rolls his eyes, and he's nine months old. Um, but this week, they, they – um, I, I forget. It was about fast food stuff, which Chick-fil-A – yeah. Listen, I never said I was i was like the guru of fast food. I just have never been there. I, I should go there? Correct. Um, but when they talked about my my office – like the first couple episodes of season three. I, I don't agree with Fryer. Trust me. I probably, I don't think there's many things anybody can agree with on the, with the kid. But I'm watching this live 2020, the world we're living in. Turn on the news. Look at the culture of the world. And so when I watch these first few episodes of season three, it's bad. It's, it's hard. It's cringeworthy watch. It is. If you've seen it before, so you know it. If you're just seeing this for the very first time, that. That Oscar gay episode was literally my skin was like crawling. It was so uncomfortable. Because it's you have to understand, I'm watching this today. If I watch this whatever, 14 years ago, whenever the show season three was out, I think it's 13 years ago, like totally different story. And the season gets so much better after that. So I'm right now like midway through season three. We'll have a season three episode down the pipeline for you. We won't invite Fryer. We'll have people that actually watch the show in live time, but it was the season is outstanding so much better but the first couple episodes are so awkward and they're trying to like find their footing with things they turn up the awkward a million no they do you can give me your cringe face it's it's weird it's a different style show with the two different offices and then they smash them back together after about four episodes
1: i mean i couldn't disagree with you anymore i really think that is some of the strongest television ever made and i don't think no no way
0: there's no way you're telling me that that those first three episodes you watch it back i would dare you to watch them back i I did i just watched them like for well, today, ago. today, you watch it on the back of your screen. No, I watched Scott's
1: around. Tots today. I watched almost all of se- season six there. and seven. I'm but, not there. But what I will say is I <laughs> no. think, and uh Keith obviously brought this up on the take, and you know, Davey's all over you on that as well, and he'll be one of our guests tonight. So very fitting, and he could probably- He's coming throw, on? Yeah, he could box you around a little bit here. But <laughs> I think that season three and season four of Michael Scott, especially the Gay Witch Hunt episode- are some of like the best character work anyone's ever done. I think you could put Michael Scott's season three and four up against anybody's run in television history. I'm talking like George Costanza, season seven, eight, nine, Walter White, seasons three and four. I mean, it is some of the best television from any perspective, especially comedy, that you will ever see. I mean, season five is pretty good too, but seasons three and four of Michael Scott could be some of the best uh, sitcom stuff ever. I think it probably is the best sitcom stuff ever.
0: I'll, I'll I'll eat that sandwich for now. I'll eat that Chick-fil-A sandwich right now because I'm not there yet. I'm not far enough through. I will say I started to dip into those 40-minute episodes, Bill. Don't like them. Don't the like them. A little too long. are not
1: meant to be Four minutes. Except like. But,
0: site. but this, is a, this is a preview for downline. But I just want to say, like, I'm watching this today. I, everyone has fond memories of the show, and I really like it. Season two, I've watched, like, five times over. I think season two is undefeated. Like, there's no bad episodes. I have absolutely love it season 3 the beginning definitely a little tough footing and I also heard there was some switching writers and the show got much more popular producers uh, Mindy Kaling kind of st- wasn't as prevalent BJ Novak wasn't as prevalent they had more creative people behind the scenes but nonetheless that just was on my mind Bill uh, real quick uh, Rossi Wrestling Minute Bill
2: sit here stopwatch. it's time for the Rossi Wrestling Minute
0: Bill they've been doing this storyline about this like remember Nexus remember that storyline yeah. great okay. storyline so they're kind of doing something like that, but it's called retribution. Oh, I saw. it. Is my girl Mia Yim one of the uh, she leaders? She is. Yeah. She is. But as a positive as a wrestling fan as I could be, this is uh, pretty rough, though. These are people that are supposed to be vigilantes that all of a sudden signed contracts and had a match. Quotes on had a match. It's it's weird. It's a weird storyline. They thought I think it would be more popular and grab more casual fans because it was cool in the beginning. And I'm sure Job nocker some of them, hopefully we'll we'll get together with them next week. We'll, we can talk a little further on this, but it's real weird. It's like something they thought would be like, oh, get that like guy who watched 20 years ago to come on, and I don't, I don't think it's happening.
1: Yeah, it's and weird. also by the way, I did watch the Finn Balor Adam Cole Bay match. Awesome, right? Fine. F off. Honestly, I'm, I'm serious. It was you. a fine match. It was not anything special. I would take any of the Velveteen Dream matches over it, anything Tyler Bates ever done. Uh, he, it really was a good match but Finn Balor is very limited he does repetitive moves and I was not in that match. match
0: not in that match he, no, did, he, did. he
1: did more moves but he's still like the underselling of moves and I'm not a huge That's everywhere critic. though that's a I know control. but like the best wrestlers don't do it and I really think it suffered that a little bit like they're doing moves that would be worthy of death and they're up 30 seconds the next like 15 seconds later winning the match
0: That's 2010s wrestling, though. I And, Bill, you said all the best wrestlers do it. Well, that means, you know, obviously Seth Rollins. John Cena doesn't do it. AJ Styles doesn't do it. What about Seth Rollins? He doesn't. He sucks. All right. Uh, You can also find this podcast as we're heading in deep now. If you haven't found us yet, you can check us out. All podcast platforms, including – what is it? Amazon Music Now has a podcast channel where we're, we're uh, part of the pilot people. I don't know. If they, I hope all the rest of the Dorkshire Universe is on there. If not, I can send them a link. But basically, they if you're a Amazon Music subscriber, you can now listen to podcasts. And you can check out Pop Culture PD. Excited to be over there as well as anywhere podcasts are found. Now, Bill, today we have some very special guests. We're going to be doing a very special music topic. But for the first time joining us from the Change My Mind podcast, he is Wes. Wes, how you doing, brother? I'm doing great. I would like to be referred to as Tan Levinson for the rest of the show. I want to kill everybody. I want to murder everyone. And also (laughs) from the Dork Podcast, also on Twitch, he's a Twitch affiliate, at oh, you just search him as Arvon D. He is the Davey to Keef's Keefe. He is from the Dork podcast. It
2: is Ryan Davy. How are you doing, buddy? What's going on? Oh, the Davy to Keef's Keefe. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know.
0: I don't know. I just thought of it as okay. a Rossi
2: is a whiz at introductions. If you could that tell. was that was good. Usually I'm I'm so used to these like long winded intros that, that was that was nice and succinct. By Let's the go. way, Davey is the yes. only other
1: person I have ever met in my entire life who does everything righty except right. Yep. Right's lefty. I was oh. shocked to find that out. We had a, we had
2: a good golf outing, by the way. We good, yeah, so we, that was one of the things that that Billy D and I bonded over. We do everything, <laughs> everything gross motor right handed, everything fine motor left handed. Mm-hmm.
0: So I write with my right hand, but my fork is my left hand. Does that count for anything? That's,
2: that's we. Weird. That's yeah. So I eat, brush my teeth, like brush my tear, my brush my hair left handed, and okay. everything's athletic I do right handed.
3: Mm -hmm. I got to step in here as the only full left handed person in here. I will not allow any sort of crossover or switch hitters there. You're you're right all the way. You can't be left when it's convenient for you. Uh,
2: technically. I, technically. I I won't allow it. According to according to uh the I don't know what it's called they call it a gripometer like the the measures grip strength yeah yeah yeah. I've done that I'm, t- I'm my technically I'm time. technically ambidextrous
0: wait a second is that that thing that made you um <laughs> test it, if it looks your like mind-togest? like those things in the mall oh no, I didn't get
2: them? my grams tested no it was it was um it was uh, to test grip strength my wife's an OT so to test grip strength. They give you this thing and I'm actually equal strength in both hands.
1: One of my favorite headlines <laughs> in news ever was amphibious pitcher pitches a shutout. <laughs> and amphibious yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Greg Harris with the 6 finger glove?
0: <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> think he did have it. He had that I little did, weird.
2: Yeah. And
0: now it's time for the main event. Gentlemen, we're here today to draft one-hit wonder songs, and this time, we didn't put much rules and regulations behind it, because I think it will just lead to more conversation.
2: Hey, you never do. You never put <laughs> no, I... rules,
0: we, can we pick the same five songs? Can we pick the same, you know, what the hell? Listen, Davey, I could be struck by lightning, literally, <laughs> as soon as we hit stop on this podcast, and I could sure. die, and I will go to that I don't want raid. that to happen, by the way. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. But if it does, if it does, I will stand by. The rules were set up. You could take... The same people. There was no – it is in our DMs. I will die a a, a truthful man, but die nonetheless. I all right. I know. It's getting sad. It's getting sad. All right. It doesn't, anyway.
2: ma- it doesn't make any more sense oh, no, said no. it not- ahead of time. But- We're not talking about sense right. on this podcast. We're just talking <laughs> about – We might talk about things like making sense and you know, continuity. know all about you know, making those dollars, though. and I, I right? Yeah, you know it. Keep it, keep
0: that stuff on your podcasts. Anyways, um, so if you haven't checked out, if you aren't already a member of the Dork Shared Gooniverse, make sure you're checking out the Dork podcast as well as uh, Tan Levinson's um, Change My Mind podcast, and we'll get into what you guys have done recently, make some comments about that at the end. But yes, no rules here. What you define potentially as a one-hit wonder is different from what I define as a one-hit wonder. I have a strategy going into this draft. I'm sure you all brought up some different things, whether it's just songs you like, uh, I looked at it as I've heard this band here and I've never heard of them anywhere else. Like not just like a uh, chart top or like, I've never, I don't even think they exist anywhere outside of that one song, but you may have different reasons. There could be, Hey, they dipped into the top 40. They had another, like a top 10 song. Another one was in the top 40, but didn't really make a splash. We'll figure it out. But uh, Bill, do you want to jump Time out? How can something make
2: it into the top 10 and not make a splash?
0: No, no. And then I meant the second song, make it to the top 40. Sorry for my ranking. Okay, nice. So like, let's just say band, we'll just say Pearl Jam, just making something up. Pearl Jam has a number one song. There's their one other song made it into the top 40 that we all probably know, but didn't make that like gigantic impact. Like I worked in music radio for a long time. There's a lot of freaking charts out there in the early 2010s and late 20, you know, 2000s. So you can go all over the place with this. But take the strategy that you will. Um, Bill, did you put in order together? Do you want me to – you want to pop it on the screen?
1: Uh, so uh, I did not make a list, but we can just go randomize it right now if you want to stall for one second. Oh, I
0: got something to stall, Bill. We have a special guest. A oh, look at his shirtless, shirtless fryer, shirtless fryer the of the a bitch. <laughs> Did you Did anybody take the Baha'i men yet have the dogs out? Oh, no. Hold on. <laughs> Let me put you down as that one. Uh, can you stand up for a second, Fryer? If you're going to go shirtless well, I mean
1: I have my pants on. I don't know.
2: There it I'm is. Oh, look at this. Right, I told you. on you, I told
0: huh? you. Can I say something? Last time, everyone's like, oh, you look gross. You look, get some tan. I said, I think he's in good shape. I wow. defended, and up. Up. Thank
1: That's you, Rossi. You. I really came on. All right. So, uh, <laughs> so you we know, like, can the randomizer. Oh, my God. Well, okay. That couldn't
3: have been perfect, by the way. That, that was, uh, was great. Uh, by the
1: way. Uh, yeah. That is, he's he's got he's quite the in shape man. I almost yeah. missed out on that. For those who are listening to podcasts,
0: you may want to check out YouTube or the fa- door, hashtag Dorchester Facebook page just to see uh, Nick's uh, seven and a half pack there as well. was
3: OnlyFans at this point, you know. Drop some dollars, please. Yes, yeah. yeah. is he on
2: he can get those feet though?
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Mayer's laughs> feet. OnlyFans.com backslash Friars feet. Uh, if if you're into web feet, web toes. I think that's I think he's got you covered.
1: Nice. All right. So getting... Again.
3: Yeah, right. It's, it circles back.
0: <laughs> but Bill, I believe
1: you can potentially show on the site right here in our little uh tubes. I don't think I can, but I got it anyways. Ah, I, don't, I, just... I, I don't have control anymore. So in the one spot is Rossi, two is Davey, oh, then shit. me, and then Wes has the best pick in my opinion in the draft. He's got the wheel.
0: Okay. That's right, so, give it to me. So yeah, it'll be the snake style. So we will dip into round one. I'm not going in any like I think this is the greatest. I hate to have a number one. I'm just going to go with the song I want. And I have to guess, give your truth. Yeah, I have to <laughs> think of what song I would think potentially could be taken by somebody else. And I'm going to go with the song that Davey's already going to get harping on me for. It won our 1983 jukebox. It is Dexie's Midnight Runners with Come On Eileen. It was a number one song. It made Michael Jackson take a little back seat. Out of the world, basically. But uh, it was the one song that actually took him out of the number one spot. His album was on fire. Thriller was going crazy at that time. And Dexie's Midnight Runner comes literally out of nowhere and went absolutely into obscurity after this. So I will take Dexie's Midnight Runners. Come on, Eileen. About just- Young Lust. <laughs> it ain't creepy. Well,
1: so just a quick creepy. take on this to point out some of your hypocrisy real quick. I remember, who was our number one boy band? Our number one boy band was the Jackson 5. Man.
2: Just, oh, just check. Oh, <laughs> so no, Yeah, it's a, no, it's a the, the question is not whether or not you're going to backtrack or stand by something because you are, and that's what makes you you. But
0: <laughs> and I will say, I don't respect. I can't. Li- I can't listen to Michael Jackson music. That's
2: what unless I'm it's the Jackson Five. I didn't
0: don't listen to it. I just think they're the greatest boy band of all time. So <laughs> you know, you know, AB- no a more innocent time with the afro and the Michael what? Jackson what and what
2: planet in my on right now? <laughs> This is uh I think earth uh 2. <laughs> all right. So I since it is round one, it is my pick. I will take arguably I had a little bit of a different I had a little bit of a different strategy here. Um songs that I think are that are one-hit wonders but are also musically there. You know what I mean? So you're not like, gonna all see, the way? There's, like there's you're not going to see hokey shit from me today. So what I'm going to take right now probably one of the best one-hit wonder pop song of oh all time, in my opinion, IMO, is 19, ni- 1985's oh. Take On Me by AHA.
1: Ooh, that was on my, high on my list. I'm going to taste so that
2: high on the list. If you look at any one hit, if you did your homework, I'm sure you guys did. You look at any list, this is in the top five in every single list. This song, as far as an 80s pop song goes, is perfect. Is no, damn agents. near Perfect. Norwegian, Norwegian yes.
0: Yeah, and so, the thing about this song also got so much life thereafter from like Burger King commercials. Obviously, right. Family Guy had the spoof of the video. The video is iconic, one of the greatest
1: videos of all time.
0: It really right. it like, especially at that time. This was like mid eighties, and you had a you know flashing between cartoons. You ever seen the movie Cool World? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like, <laughs> I yeah, walked out of that, that
2: movie. That's park? one of the the only I was, movie I walked out of. That, really? so this, wait, the only one? The only movie I've ever walked out of in the, the- halfway oh, through Cool World, I was. Like, like 12
1: yeah yeah,
2: yeah. did I you, walked like,
1: out of the movie dick for the first that was the only one i walked out
3: dick dick was a good time <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't <laughs> like dick? have a good time with
2: dick so you in know, the town i grew up in there was like this uh they had like the main movie theater and then there was like the one that you'd pay like five bucks and it was like all you can eat and drink and it was like a shitty like movie theater so yeah. i went and it. saw cool world for like three bucks or something on a matinee and just like this is bullshit and walked out
0: <laughs> oh, I, I absolutely that, that when I was a kid, I was like blown away by that movie. I'm like, how is there real people and in cartoons interacting? Needless that I know, I watched Roger Rabbit like that. and like, yeah. yeah. It's bad. Anywho, but yeah, take on me, aha, uh-huh, good, good pick. Okay, so
1: that was not the movie I was thinking of. Cool World. What's the one? where is it Baby's Kids where they go to the amusement oh! park? Yes, Baby's that's Baby's Kids. kids. Oh, okay. okay, I don't know why I thought that was Cool World, but aha's uh, uh-huh, take on me it was going to be one of my top picks. Yeah, it's it's was- got that great intro. <laughs> 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 um, but I'll go with mine here and now. I'm a little worried other people are going to take it. So I was I had a strategy, but I think Davey threw me off with his strategy. So I'm going to go The Darkness. I believe in a thing called oh, Love. Ooh, that song it, rips. I love it, that song. And we are a podcast about 11. This is a song you want to turn all the way up to mm-hmm. 11. I don't know how they didn't have another hit. This guy's voice is absolutely yeah. angelic. Just absolutely, as you know, Davey said, it rips, it slaps. And I love any time when somebody calls for a solo, when they go, guitar. And so it's just a fun song and I'm of the Barney Stinson, even though I don't love how I met your mother, your playlist should be almost nothing but rise. I know you want to fall every once in a while and I might have a fall pick, but this is a song that just gets you fucking going out of your seat. I love this song.
0: Bill, that's an excellent pick. The darkness. One of the reasons they didn't have follow-up success was, they weren't supposed to even have that success. That's one of those stories where like they put together a song. They wanted to be almost like a Led Zeppelin-y, you know, obviously with the, the flair of like the seventies vibes. And then that song just took off. And by the time they couldn't like put together their album, if you ever listen to their album, it's absolute trash, but no disrespect to Darkness, that song is an absolute hammer of a track. All right, Wes, we go to you with that swing pick.
3: All right, swing pick. So I'm I'm fairly confident in all my sele- – I have 12 songs selected here, and I, and just kind of reading the room, I don't think any of you are going to touch on it. So I, I feel pretty good about this. Uh, with that said, I think first pick – let me just go over the big board here.
0: <laughs> it's a tough pick. Uh, you're, you're yeah, give twice. me
3: Hotel California by the Eagles. Ooh.
1: I can kill myself. Hold on. <laughs> I think he's being sarcastic. I, as I've known, uh, West now, through the golf outing in the Kanye West podcast. Oh, my God. The, si- the
3: silence in this the silence in this <laughs> is deafening. No, my real pick is uh, I was waiting for the '96 song uh, off the album Return of the Mac. It's the song Return oh. of the Mac by Mark Morrison. It's reached number one <laughs> of the U.S. Billboard rhythmic charts. It ranked 40th in Stylus Magazine's top 50 one-hit wonders. That's, uh, you know, I'm sure you guys all get your subscription to Stylist Magazine, uh, really the go-to source in music as far as I'm concerned. But Mark Morrison, this is, this is a song you can play at a barbecue, this is a song you can play at a date, this is a song you can play at dinner, this is with your family, your friends, your children. It's a good time You hit the dance floor for it. You know, this is a nice family reunion type of song. This, this is what I want to start my day. You want to end high, you want to be high all the time. Mark Morrison. Quick,
1: interesting story about Mark Morrison. He paid a guy that looked like him to go to jail and got caught.
3: Yeah, I was reading up on that. Uh, A little little Wikipedia action. Uh, That's pretty good. Okay, so uh, again, going with my route. that I don't think you guys are going to be taking any of my songs, so I think I can wait a little bit later on this. I'm going to just do me here for a moment uh, (laughs) and give me, for my number two pick, uh, Craig Mack, Flavor in Your Ear, the remix featuring Notorious B.I.G., Buster Rhymes, LL Cool J, this is off the 1994 album, Project, colon, Funk the World. <laughs> it reached number nine of the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, number one on the U.S. Rap, this is the original version, and number 23 on BET's 25 Rap One Hit Wonders.
0: Yeah, that right there is the power of the feature, right? Like you know, oh, Craig Mack yeah. is is like, oh, but then you hear the song. Everybody, if you're any form of hip hop fan, this is fan. This is definitely a song you know. And yeah, the feature of Biggie just made it so much there bigger. So great pick, oh, snag. And it's LL
3: Cool J too. Really, really uh, kills it in there. Uh, but but you know, it's like you get more Mac than in the and Craig get in the bench, right? Uh-huh. That's not that song, but we all know Craig Mack.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yes. That's a great pick right there. I do love LL Cool J in anything. I think he is an underrated rapper, even though he dubbed himself the GOAT at one point. <laughs> sure. But he does have one of the greatest verses in all of rap uh history in the Monsters song. Bluest? No, in the Monstars song, he kills that verse. Oh, um, oh okay. So I just really I just, really, play, I just okay. really like Deepest Bluest, Bill. I just wanted everyone to make oh, sure yeah, they, they go. Like like,
0: oh it's incredible. What a chorus.
1: A motherfucking Chuck ate me. Uh, So I'm going to go to my next one here. There's a song that I think is super high up on most people's one-hit wonder list, but David said he wasn't taking, like, uh, how did you phrase it? Not like a A hokey. hokey. I'm all about hokey. So I think those will be there later. So what I'm going to do now, I'm going to go Vanessa Carlton, A Thousand Miles. Very nice. I could throw a challenge flag on that one. Why? I looked it up. They considered her a one-hit wonder. I
0: I'm know they, they definitely do. She had that song "Little Pink Houses." I'm just Bill. You're right. No it had what. like
1: eighteen thousand streams on Spotify. It didn't make the top hundred of a Billboard list.
2: I—I I, I did my research. Anybody else have a a Because I can change. So this—the oh, no. only course, qualm I, mean. I have is this is not the type of song that I was referring to. But I get what you're saying. So this is like a bubblegum pop song that, mm-hmm. uh, but has that that in unforgettable like intro piano riff that oh. goes throughout the song that looks very comp. it's actually i've seen people play it's not easy to play so um good good pickman. No, no no problems there i love anything with a
3: piano anything oh. with a piano gets me
1: and it's got that great scene with uh terry cruz with the and i need you and i miss you <laughs> I, I think the lyrics are beautiful like it's a it's a very covid-esque song because i like you know you want to see people you want to see things i saw the empty beer fridge at dk today and i thought of this song i was like is she a one-hit wonder yes she is
3: now is that video is that when she's like driving through the city with her big piano yes like, it's yes just, like moving through it yeah yeah okay she's I remember down really down. cruising that though
1: no that's... it's um, white chicks the movie oh, I
3: think oh that's what that,
2: yeah. that makes sense, sense.
3: okay
1: too.
2: oh Wes, that you that didn't pick
3: up on the white yeah. Chicks, chicks <laughs> reference <laughs> i'll circle back around i'll get it the second time <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, David, you're up. All, All right. So over. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take my very first. I have six of these. There's a six-pack of these of songs that you're gonna throw a challenge flag, but I've done my homework. The song I am going to take was a number one hit in both the US and international charts. That is All the Small Things by Blink182. Oh
0: bull crap. See, I don't like that. I am against I'm throwing flags. I, will, they I know have you never, have, I know that have is that.
2: the only, the only top 40 hit they ever had. And you know but what? They're not Goo a wonder. A great... That's they a great... song, they too, were part of they were part of the music zeitgeist, but that is yeah. the only top forty hit they ever had. Goo makes <laughs> a great point. You said hokey. no rules, and then you're throwing challenge yeah. like. flags. No, no, yeah. we
0: can have a discussion. I'm not saying he's wrong. So I will
2: it. I will agree with you that this is a band that was in the again the music zeitgeist in the early two thousands, late nineties. This is their only hit song. <laughs> One <laughs> hit wonder. Jeff, I I look mean, it up. It's not
0: a wonder. They're not a wonder, though. Like they're one of the Doesn't most popular. Doesn't matter. You,
2: bands. you said there are no rules.
0: I'm not. I'm not. I'm just making the argument why I think you should
1: not win because you're probably defaultly going to win. So I need to make my case. How oh, no, am no, 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 no. I defaultly going to win? I think people are going to tear this apart. Like Mac also has another good comment here, which is uh, probably <laughs> too hot for TV. It's but... not too hot. Just go ahead, and say it. <laughs> What's he <laughs> saying? Oh,
3: oh you, boy! Oh no! I got,
1: <laughs> I got more get songs him. here. Get them. So, I I respect it. I respect that respect. Hey, hey, listen, I, I respect it, you, you all. This the is- podcast, uh, we're not the podcast of nuance. We didn't have any rules.
2: Uh, we threw it out to the and people hey, and Davey did the, his homework, and he's right. Hit song. Hit song is a top 40 song. That's what it is. And not only that, but like you're the ma- max, the math guy, do your math. Right. they're listen, the only, it's the I, only top 40 hit they've ever had. I could rip off
0: like 15 songs by Blake Wayne Two that got heavy radio play that they're not enjoyed. a top.
2: They're not a hit, not a hit song. Uh, all charts. I bet you I could pull up some all charts. Not a you. hit song.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh. Hey. What, name his one. Funeral. His funeral. Rock, rock show. I I know how to be a top flight alt song. All the small things you mentioned. You had. uh What's my age again? I, I'm just thinking of like Adam uh, song. it song? song? Yeah, yeah. that had to be. Had to have. Been. What about the? I miss Damn you? it. Do, you know, dude <laughs> ranch. Yeah.
1: know oh, I. Uh, the, I miss you song.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I miss you exactly. This is. I. I listen. This is.
1: Oh, I, hey, it's his funeral. I, I say let him do it. Oh, he's going to do it. It's, I again. just
0: want to point out that I
3: got crickets for making a joke about uh, <laughs> <knows>. California and <laughs> no, that This I was actually shocked. just happened. So I just want to point that, that out. Like peak
2: that peak right. position. Peak position in the United States for all the small things was 36. U.S. adult top 40 billboard. 36 was the peak position chart. <sighs> Hey, Blink-182 is one of my favorite uh, bands. You want me to pick time. another? I got others. No, you no, 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 one? no, no. You,
0: right. you stick with it. Like I said, you're, you're hey, wrong. There's no wrong. There's no wrong. Is...
2: Yeah, there's only right. That's me, uh, baby.
1: I'm, it.
2: <laughs> I'm taking just... Whistle While You Work next, so. That's a fucking jam
1: right there. Yeah. Billboard don't mention
3: Hot... any comedy called classics, though. There's no Oh, I'm that. sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, Matt, uh, sorry. Davey, what did you say was the the peak position there? Thirty-six. So 36. So right behind it, 42. I miss you, Made it to 42 on the Hot 100. Mm-hmm. Adult top 42. A U.S. Airplay number one. On the Doesn't building. matter. Doesn't know, matter. I'm just, I'm just making the defense. And I'm pissed. <laughs> I am pissed. All right, hey, I, wait, wait, you,
2: you worked in radio, right? I did once. Oh, um, I haven't heard you say that a million times. That's fine. Go ahead. Off. <laughs> all right. So
0: next up, we have a uh, second get the swing pick. So to wrap up round two, uh, I was trying to diversify the best I could with these. As you'll notice, I've tried to take all number ones. That was my goal. For because these are legit. They went to number one and then see you the F later. never heard from you again. Um, But with this one, I had to really, I'm like, did this really make it to number one? This reached the number one song on multiple charts, including the Billboard Hot 100, including the rhythmic Hot 100, made it to number three in mainstream top 40, Hot Rap, whoop, dipping into where we're going Ooh. here. Pop 100 was number three. This song came out in January 12th, my birthday, by the way, in 2006. You, I may go around the table to tell me how to say this rapper's name. I go with Chamillionaire. Chamillionaire. A millionaire. Ch- oh my God. Chamillionaire. It's C C-H-A. H Ch- A. You can't
2: even pronounce the name. Chamillionaire. Oh
0: Chamillionaire. <laughs> Rossy is reading Journey
2: right now. Reading dirty.
0: <laughs> 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 Oh, there it is. That's a that's tip of the but cap. Yes riding not known as most people call it riding dirty but this song was an absolute banger it was it actually was such a massive hit that it brought relevance to weird al yankovic in the freaking late 2000s what the hell
2: are you talking about okay
0: it It brought him back it brought him out of obscurity yes it absolutely did and so this song this just one little coup in the uh And the many hats here for this song. This song was an absolute banger. Everybody loves it. If you like rap at all, or even if you don't, it's just fun to listen to. And has a killer, killer beat that never stops. Just it just hangs the whole way through.
1: And everyone that's a new parent, once they get their kids something to like ride in, it's the first (laughs) thing they do. They take a video of the kid (laughs) in it and they play Chameleoners, riding dirty. And every – no fail. I think all of uh, our new parents in our little group here have done it at one point.
3: Well, and so, who who hasn't sat in a car and said they're trying to catch me riding dirty to yeah. by a cop <laughs> on the highway? Like that's just vernacular,
0: you know? Yeah, they see me rolling. they hating. Yeah, they are hating. They are. And, uh, yeah, Chameleon with uh, my round two end pick after yeah. two rounds. Uh, so I'll jump into the third round. This is a tough one because I, I – This isn't a song I absolutely love, but this is a song that dominated one of the most highest selling records in the history of one hit wonders. It went like nine times platinum by Like I Mean It Did. It reached number one on almost every chart, including internationals. This is one of the maybe... I don't even know if you guys would even know, like, the artist necessarily if you didn't hear the song, because the name is ridiculous. But it is Gautier with somebody that I used mm. to know. Absolute smash, came out in 2011, reached literally number one everywhere. So I will take that with my next number one. One of Too the
1: biggest- whiny. Oh, what's yeah, Too whiny.
3: For the longest time, I thought it was Sting. Right? Yeah, it, was- it sounds like Sting. It's just me.
1: So uh, one of my best cut lines ever at uh, my NBC days was uh, some Bobby that I used to know when Bobby Valentine Mm. got fired right around the time of this. Same (laughs) year. Same same year. 2011.
0: Yeah, that was a good one. And this is just a song that just dominated. And it's one of those songs that's a one hit wonder and you don't even hear it anymore. It's like not worth the radio play of the stations that are still existing playing music to actually put on their
1: air. If VH one did another like two thousand eleven, like remember the two thousands, yeah. like this this would be like, Oh, you remember Gautier? And then they'd have <laughs> fucking uh David Spade or whoever like describe oh,
0: Michael Ion Black would just yeah. be like
1: yeah. it would be on there just describing. It. What yeah. did you just say his name was? Michael Ion. Michael- Right after I thought, you, I thought you said yeah. something
2: else. I thought you said something else. It is
1: Ian Black, but
2: I mean... <laughs> it's Ian, yeah. It's
0: yeah. Ian yeah. to some, I and others, you know, whatever. <laughs> some people you think guys... a cucumber's a better pinkle, you know? Who am I?
3: To
1: <laughs>
0: <answer>? <laughs> Let it stay out there. All right, so continue on the third round. We go back to Davey.
2: I don't know whether or not to lean in with these like, oh, by the way, this is technically a one-hit wonder because it seems it. to upset you guys. So there's, I got like That's five more of them. Do it. Um, but I'm going to take now, since you guys did... And again, I'm a big I'm big into musicality. I think songs that are that are well crafted and songs that are still technically one hit wonders, um, but songs that I like. So I'm going to lean in here. This is my favorite song. Um, like uh, Billy D and I are of the same mind. That's where scary. he took um, no. So I am going to take "Groove Is in the Heart" by D. Ooh. Like
0: oh yes, Phenomenal this song. song
2: smokes so like anytime you put this song on like it's impossible not to dance or at the very least nod your head when this song comes on um there's a verse by q-tip on there which mm-hmm. uh, which is amazing bootsy collins is playing the bass during this song uh and an absolute you never heard from these i think they had one uh release single again but it didn't do anywhere near as well um th- and this song is if it was released today it would still be a chart topper i'm confident like- in that
1: it's got like a 70s funk feel to it. I know oh, I love right. the funk fusion, funk fusion, fusion baby. It really does have that feel. There's another song I'll probably get to in honorable mentions because I don't think I'll have to take mm-hmm. it. Um, that's kind of, I'll just say
2: it right now, Anita Wood Ring My Bell kind of reminds me yeah. of this song oh! a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, oh, yeah, a really <laughs> great song. A bell, you were gonna take a night, <laughs> I was gonna take a night A bell.
1: <laughs> so, uh, I, I was getting really nervous when uh, Davey was talking about the quality of a song and how well it was produced. So, I'm gonna go with one of my favorite. All-time songs here. One of the greatest songs you will ever hear. It is Jaquan, Tipsy. (laughs) Um, That was my (laughs)
0: flip of coin. That was my flip bill. I was between those two. Jaquan didn't reach number one. That was the only reason I didn't go with it.
1: So I I had like a whiteboard question on my work where I would ask questions every day. Kind of like what Wes does at the beginning of Change My Mind, which I love. And my thing one day was like, what song would you play at a party to get everybody up and going? And mine would be Jaquan, Tipsy. Just a (laughs) boop, Boom, and the your rap hat, lyrics grandma's are so, getting up <laughs> yeah they're so stupid but this song is an absolute just like you hear it in the club and you will dance and i don't consider i'm not a good dancer i am a phenomenal dancer oh so like uh anytime i can get out to the dance floor with like this kind of song i'm all about it beat
0: that don't quit right there uh yeah that's that's up there just real quick back to davie's also it's a very famous uh delight also famous scene in how I met your mother when barney and robin danced Hit up on YouTube later.
2: Okay. If if I'm going to come on this podcast ever again, you're going to cut the shit with the How I Met Your Mother stuff.
0: It's one of my favorite
2: shows. That makes total sense to me. Do you like the Big Bang Theory too? Never seen it. Never seen it. I bet you would.
0: I, maybe I would. I, I hear that season four is one of the most phenomenal seasons of all time. And um Can Sheldon, I ask, can I ask a question to the room?
2: Yeah. Ten, I, I, I've seen a handful of episodes of How I Met Your Mother. I typically, other than Seinfeld, I don't watch anything with a laugh track. Um, mm,
3: good points. Fair.
2: Why, if Ted is a grown adult man, why is he voiced by Bob Saget? No one knows. Do
0: you, do you want the factual answer or my opinion? Yeah.
2: It doesn't make any sense. His voice is his voice. It doesn't make any sense.
0: It clearly doesn't make any sense, but it was really just to give, um, it was like a friend of um, the the producers of the show who created it. They were a big full house guys and they wanted him to do that. They wanted that voice. It doesn't make any, but like, but the the weirdest part of the show (laughs) at the end of the show, when you see Ted as the adult narrator, it's just him. It is, it's not, you know, that's the biggest problem. It's the
2: biggest problem I always had with the show.
0: Yeah. There's plot holes here.
2: Yeah.
3: Never watched a single episode of that. Feel feel strong. Feel strong about
1: that. You should.
0: Hey, listen, you lads like what you like. I don't understand why yeah. everyone's going to pee on my parade over here, but that's okay. I'm going to say just
1: quickly, my piece on the show, Ted Mosby could be the worst main character in the history of television, but Barney Stinson is reason enough to watch. He is great in that. Uh, you know, the young Doogie Hauser does really well. Uh, overall, I wouldn't rewatch a lot of it, but there's a few all-time episodes in there. You can check out our top 11 in the archives.
0: All right, Wes, you're up okay. with uh, the end of round three.
3: End of round three, top of round four. Once again, uh, my, my board is still intact outside of the uh, selections that I've made, so I'm going back <laughs> to something that, um, yeah, this one is is something you really maybe sing in the car alone to yourself. Uh, maybe it's a good friend. You know, you got a couple people in the car with you. You really want to crank it up to 11. I'll use that term for you today. Uh, this song reached number one of the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 charts in 1994 uh, and appeared on the Reality Bites soundtrack. And this artist also earned the distinction of being the first artist to top the U.S. charts before being signed to any uh, major record label, which was surpassed only by Macklemore and Thrift Shop in 2013. Mm-hmm. I'm of course, referring to the undeniable Lisa Loeb with Stay, <laughs> parentheses, I Missed You. Uh, uh, fantastic song.
1: Oh, Lisa
2: Loeb, kind of, kind of sneaky hottie, too. I, oh, yeah. I played this song on the guitar in a 6th grade talent show. Did you did win? Did you win? I did not.
3: <laughs> did you get laid?
2: I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I can still play it though. So that's the, that's the that's the good thing.
3: Uh I know every word to the song uh and I'm not afraid to say it or or admit it here. Uh so it's just one of, one of my all-time favorites. This one I, I crank up and scream to the top of my lungs. It's a personal favorite. I'm am g- I'm, g- I'm playing the hits for myself today. I'm not trying to win the vote because I'm not going to do that anyway. Uh so I'm just going to be true to myself here. Lisa Loeb Round three.
2: Uh, yeah. Video directed by Ethan Hawke. Yes.
3: Really? Fun fact. Uh, and a lovely spoof and comedy called Classic Hot Tub Time Machine
0: 2 by Craig <laughs> T. Robinson. I do. Like, Lisa Loeb had other songs. I'm not – this one definitely far and away. But she had that song, I Do, I believe it was. I'm trying to yeah. – I was trying to look it up. But, but again, this one, you know, again, uh, in the same place. and
3: away, if, if you think of Lisa Loeb, I think you're dra- you know pulling extra straws oh. to come up with a second song <laughs> after this one. Maybe uh, I'm just
0: a big Lilith Fair guy. You don't know.
3: That's that's a good point. That's a good point.
0: Uh, I'm gonna stay uh, with the
3: female route, if uh, if I will, I may, I might, <laughs> uh, and go and also stay in the same year, 1994. Uh, this reached number five in the Billboard uh, U.S. Hot 100 and number two in the U.S. Adult Contemporary charts. Uh, another note here: this is song is motivational AF. This is Desiree. You gotta be. Oh yes, that that song right there. I don't think. If people hear that, you can cry to it. You can have (laughs) sex to it. You can eat to it. I mean, it's a perfect song.
0: I'm going to try that third one, but I would say that uh, when people hear that, they're not going to know the song right away. But as soon as they play it, they're going to know. Like that's not like name it artist and title. Don't paint the picture or like put that earworm in, if you would. Right, right. So you know, it's interesting as
3: your day unfolds. (laughs) Uh, that, that's all I know That's a,
0: something about the future
3: Yeah, Tolls. trying to get through the sun you gotta be
1: you gotta oh, be yeah. fed you gotta be bold you gotta be so I'm gonna go with my favorite song of all time I think oh, they're technically it. considered a one hit wonder even oh, though yeah. I think winning it all is one of the greatest songs of all time go back and watch the Larry Bird montage on YouTube just type in Larry Bird winning it all if you need motivation for your life that's motivation enough but I will take Your Love by The Outfield, my all-time favorite song. I didn't think it would still be here. I didn't necessarily want to take it unless it was this late, and no one's taking my other pick, so I feel very confident in that. But, I mean, Josie's on a vacation far away. I mean, it's it's really just a beautifully sung song. It's a little bit hokey, but it's you know true to like myself because I'm a big 80s guy, and I think there's no more 80s song than Your Love by The Outfield.
0: It's it's without a doubt a one hit wonder. I know you have your factuation with uh, other tracks by the Elfield, but this was on my board. It was just going to be my if I was next to you in this draft bill, if we were like rubbing rubbing uglies on this one, I would have taken what I believe would be your other pick. But I knew this one would be on there. It's result- the
2: only the only issue I have with this song is it is flirting dangerously with being the new Sweet Caroline. Like it is it is on that line right now. Oh, because yeah, you know I like song. my
1: girls a little bit younger. What? No, I'm sorry, right? I'm sorry. One of the lines is, you know, I like my girls a little bit older, older,
2: older. older. Oh, oh
1: older. I, so it
3: took older. me this whole time. This is the Zolak song, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. 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 I think okay. That's I, mean. I'm to... I think
2: that's Yeah. What's... So this is the oh, Patriots oh, version oh, of "Sweet oh, oh, Caroline." Like yeah. this is this this is their their version of this. Oh, is Chelsea.
1: it like? is it, all right so that's what confused me cuz isn't yeah. sweet caroline
2: a, like a song kind of like Duxie's midnight runners no 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 it's <laughs> the song neil diamond wrote about caroline kennedy seeing a picture of caroline yes. that's a whole other thing you're going on you're going some on some very dark roads <laughs> right now billy
0: bill there's work in blue and bills working like dark comedy tonight <laughs> yeah he is, you are dark all right so uh we'll quickly segue in safe bill and go to davy with round all right, four. So I'm back.
2: round 4 i'm i'm stuck i got a lot of good music on on this list still <laughs> beat them um, i here's a song you can't not love oh you know what no i'm gonna skip that one because some I'm, i might be there later i'm gonna go again a song that uh everybody loves and you can't you can't get away from it uh my sharona by the knack
0: oh, damn, that literally literally i wish i could yeah. share my screen is my next pick that is yeah. a banger i'm so pissed you just took that i love so. i
2: love that and i have not met a person who doesn't like this song oh, um no. It's qu- and it's it's quick too. It's I think it's uh, like two minutes and thirty seconds or something actually, like that. I tell you an awkward story about it. So I'm sure you will. There is <laughs> whether I like it or not. Go ahead. There's over
0: a ninety second bridge in this song where it's just music. So I think the song mm-hmm. might actually be tipping towards three and a half four minutes, maybe That's even sick. longer. Because I maybe sent, the
2: radio edit was shorter than yes, I think. The,
0: but there is literally a bridge where you if so my first time doing karaoke. I went out uh, with with I think it was schoolmate. I can't remember. I was like twenty one. And I said, I'm going to sing my Sharona because that song's a ripper. And it's so simple. The lyrics are like, just like, "Uh," and you're just like, it's crap. In the middle of the song, you're ripping, everyone's into it. And then there's literally this just long pause of music. And if you've ever sang any version of karaoke, when you're just standing there, you're not playing air guitar because you're an awkward 21-year-old that's like 150 pounds overweight. And you're just like standing up there. It was just the most awkward, like not 80 to 90 seconds of me just standing like this and watching the screen above me just do like bars. Like it says like pause for nine bars. And I'm like, what do I do up here? Like I'm just drowning. Everyone's like, like the crowd was into it. And then it just like dwindles down. And then the song comes back and you are to like, right somehow bring that energy back out. It was very uncomfortable. So I stand
2: corrected. The song is actually three minutes and fifty-eight seconds. That's the single edit. The album version is four minutes and fifty-two seconds.
0: So there you go.
3: And imagine how long it's just standing there. Very long. A great amount of money to see that happen, like in live action. Like I would lose my shit. Those awkward moments are like things that I thrive off of.
2: Um, I saw someone do um same same story, different song, Feel Like Making Love. <laughs> and that whole the whole end of that song is just gonna feel like making and you do it for like two minutes. It, it's um, brutal. They're
0: it's really you really gotta be smart when you make your decision yeah. Oh, yeah. on where you're gonna sing for karaoke. You need a song that's in and out. You need like two and a half, you need like fell in love with a girl by the white stripes, minute fifty-eight, and it's like rock them and get the hell out of there. Yeah,
1: Blair know? song too. Just go, woo!
0: So yes, honestly, that's in the crowd <laughs> would do it with you. Oh, but my Serona, going back to it, the Knack, there's a perfect example of like the ultimate one hit wonder because everybody knows that the name, it, it's a great band name. It sounds like it's out of like their early 60s, the way it came out and just gone. I have no idea how they never had another song, especially in the 80s. But a lot of those bands had trailing songs. Like, I don't even think they had another
1: like chart, even like number 100.
2: They didn't. And they they yeah. did not. So How
1: did that happen? That was gonna be my pick instead of the outfield, but I feel like it need to get my favorite song of all time. But it was also a shitty Chris Berman thing whenever uh Rob Baronis hit a field goal. It was you're <laughs> and, right. And it would be like a seven second lead up to so just go na na <laughs> Rob baronis. And it was the most annoying thing ever. I remember one time he like hit like a record field goals and he made it the sixth play on the top ten and they showed six field goals and he did it every time. Like i I just fucking hate Chris Berman. So,
0: oh, <laughs> what do
3: you do to you? He's just annoying. Everyone
1: does. Everyone I'm, I'm, should. A, I'm
3: a big boomer guy. Big like boomer you. guy.
0: Oh, hey, uh, We uh, interviewed him before he did a Red Sox broadcast during a weird year two years ago and couldn't be nicer. Couldn't be a nicer guy. But really? He, okay. He said good things about your dad. <laughs> if you think I'm joking, I'm not. We can talk about that another time. But yeah. all right. So now. David just blew up my. I literally didn't even have a big board. I'm like, these, I'm just gonna take these five songs because no one's gonna take them. I should have went with my Sharona before. Gautier. Go I'm gonna that one's gonna haunt my dreams tonight. But I'm just gonna go with gut from here on out. As Wes said to start this, do you? So these are two of my absolute favorite songs. I'll start with round four to end that round. I'm gonna go with New Radicals, because this song was the tits. This mm-hmm. song friggin' rips. It, it, it and it's the ultimate and another reason they're one hit wonder they were like disbanded by the time time the song came out they filmed their music video in the mall um and they just disbanded so they well, never what's,
2: the, well, what's amazing is this song is so anti like success Marilyn manson <laughs> yeah so he so he he basically it's you know against conformity it's against against corporate music and all this stuff and then it went to number one like the most ironic thing that could have happened with this song so the guy had no choice but to blow up the band <laughs> this is like everything you're talking about you're now it you know what i mean and, and he- i remember watching an interview with marilyn manson being like he's gonna punch this guy in the face i'm like i would actually pay money to see that fucking fight because if you've ever seen the guy from the new radicals he's like he looks this, like a like like measly little guy yeah <laughs> he looks like the guy from the movie powder yeah but were you- yeah this was
1: a trl success too this was like in the mm-hmm. days of trl if you remember watching that this was all over there it was like a top you know one for like months
0: and it's just a really feel-good song oh yeah it- ever like really listen to it he just talks like it's so much positivity and like davy already kind of went in sorry it. anti- i didn't
2: mean to step on your funk man i'm sorry
0: you're good man funk fusion uh <laughs> it's um, but yeah it's honestly like just a feel-good song the anti-establishment vibe especially in that late 90s time where you know things were, were right before we hit this like really kind of Darker age where after nine eleven with music and everything kind of changed. Geez. This is yeah. bring us down, right? Um <laughs> it was just such an amazing, feel good song. To this day, you can put that thing on and just put a big ass smile on your face. And it's quietly like over four and a half minutes. It's all it's mm-hmm. a song. Uh so I will wrap up though, with quite possibly one of the songs that I I don't I think I cherish this song. And it's not a song. Bill, I bet you like knowing me as well as you do. You would never guess this because I don't know how much we spent time. Definitely in your car back. What was the blue car you had?
1: uh the acura the acura okay mm. that was like
0: where we had like stuff in the back yep Okay, that piece of crap so that car this song definitely played a bunch in there this is from the early 90s this was like when rock was in that weird teetering of like trying to be like based on grunge but still being like rock and roll it is the odd era of weird band names weird song titles This is Possum Kingdom by the Toadies. Oh, yeah. This song... I have no
3: idea.
0: I got homework for you, my friend. This (laughs) rips. If you like... Do you like vampires by chance, Wes? You a vampire guy?
3: Like, what? Is this like a band or something? Or just like vampires, like the mythical creature? (laughs) The
0: theory of vampires. The theory of, of like, there being people that could keep you alive forever. Yeah, sure. All right. Play along. You'll love this song. That's basically... About, about a guy who um cherishes uh a, a, another someone of the opposite sex and wants them to be his angel forever and wants to turn him into a vampire.
2: That it's is awesome. the most horrible no. explanation of a song I've ever heard in my life.
0: <laughs> it <is>. Market. It. <laughs> it's the elevator pitch, man. You don't have all day.
1: We should you have we vampires.
2: Should <laughs> we should it's have about, on every about episode. killing killing and preserving someone's dead body. That's what it's about. You like that? Yeah, you into that? If you're into that, this is a song for you. But
3: regardless of yeah, all that, I would argue that that coach couching it as a vampire is actually like very uh palatable. You know, more so than the alternative of just freezing someone and keeping them there. Like that's a little bit more morbid.
0: I I try to keep it light. Oh. No, I thought it was good. <laughs> But anyways, no. But honestly, this song is great. It, it is just a ripper. It's from the. They, there was a big era of the '90s that we haven't really touched too much upon. But there was a bunch of these songs. I'm not going to name. Local Age. We're almost
1: whoa, done whoa, with the draft. Whoa,
0: whoa, you still have three picks. I'm not going to start laming them. But there, it was literally band names that make no sense with song titles that make no sense. They're just, but you remember them because of that era. So I will wrap it up with Possum Kingdom about vampires and, and putting people in freezers.
2: Yeah, Bodis. All right, Davy, over to you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I've taken. I'm going to take. Are we doing honorable mentions after? Or are we doing yeah. it now? Oh, we can do it now. Right? Okay. okay. So my so my wait, wait, honorable wait, wait. mentions.
3: How, how does it? How does it? We'll wait till we're done. We'll wait
2: till we're done. Sorry, you're right. Um, there's a rule. New rule. Okay. So I'm going to take one of my, um, technicality songs now as well. Um, so I am going to take probably one of the best songs to ever come out of this era. Uh, I am going to take "Me and Bobby McGee" by Janis Joplin.
0: You're not going to get a flag from me. I looked it up before she was on my list.
2: She was only the only charted song she ever had. And name then
0: she died. Another. Yeah, that's true. But like, but, can I name another song?
2: One and of the best sandwich. songs. <laughs> that was, that was the Mamas of the Pals. That was Mama Cass. That's uh-huh. it. <laughs> Um, So that, uh, me and Bobby McGee, uh, I think 1968, yeah. 67, 68. Um, just a powerhouse vocal song, a song, uh, incredible, incredible stuff. Um, especially for a female vocalist at the time. No one sounded like her. No one sounded like her since. Um, and a song you should never try at karaoke. I've seen it. Don't ever do it. Don't try. If you're listening out there and you feel like singing me and Bobby McGee, don't do it. So there we go.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a good pick. She's literally like, you know the name and you always probably go like, well, what does she sing? Like she's iconic for so many reasons, but that really it's is. That
2: song. It's that's basically it. that song. Yeah.
0: A lot of people think that, uh, what is that? Uh um, new new bicycle or what's that? Oh, I can't think of the song off the top of my head, but there's another scene. Yeah, yeah, roller skates. Thank you. Yeah. Everyone, think, oh, that's Janet Jackson. Nope, no, it's, it's
2: not. not. Not even close. Are you cannot. <laughs> Who thinks yeah. that it's that song?
0: Because I think that that era and that vocal style is like everyone. And,
2: did... uh, no, Mac, it didn't.
1: Anyway,
0: sorry, Bill, yeah, jump sorry, in. that was bad. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: I mean... <laughs> uh, because I was actually going to mention that the uh, piece of my love, uh, Chunk of My Love by 30 Rock was a great song by Janie Jimplin. That's really how I know all of my Janice Joplin stuff. I'm a pretty retro guy, but I never really got into her. I thought she was killed by a ham sandwich, but I, I'm guessing it wasn't. <laughs> um, so it's me, right? So what I'm going to take here, and no one else is ever going to take it. Most of you probably don't know this song, but it is a fun song. It's a newer, I would say. Uh, one hit wonder from 2008. I'm gonna go Metro Station, shake it. Like if you what? don't know this song, it what? is very yeah. <laughs> go check it out. It's um, Jam. What, Miley Cyrus ab- brother. Yes, an absolute jam. It's like a fun song for like you know teens and tweens. But I remember yeah. my uh, my sister's well, my niece, my sister's kid, loved this song. It's a super fun song. Like I'm a big dancer, and it's got like a slow part you can dance to. You can do little finger guns. And then you can get really going later in the song. So I'm a what huge. What the
2: hell is it's this? A, it, it's, it's a uh,
1: banger of a song, Davey.
2: I'm telling it,
0: you. It was, it, was the, it was early alternative and then it went pop. It went from like all the all stations in the country were playing it. And then once I found out it was Miley Cyrus's brother, she was. Yeah, super-
2: I was like, that, that's him, right? It's Trace Cyrus. Is that him? I don't know his name personally, but I'm going to say yeah. yes.
0: You're, have, you see what you're Googling.
1: Oh, look at that. Yeah, the, song, the song absolutely bangs. It's a banger of a song. It slaps even as Mac would say. All right, so Bill,
0: interesting pick there. I, you know, it's funny because when you said "knew," I was rotate. I thought we were gonna have a fight because I think I was gonna say last year this song came out. I was gonna be like, "You can't."
3: But no, you no, 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 no,
2: no.
0: Yeah,
3: I, thought, is, I was waiting for "Old Town Road" to jump out. Yeah,
2: here that's
1: honestly. No. I
0: thought
3: Bill had
1: another uh, Clearly, Panini.
2: you guys have never heard Panini. Panini, it's Yeah, true, I just, yeah
0: that's, that's, Panini's that's a thing. Listen, TikTok didn't play Panini as much as it played Old Town Road. But anyways, Wes, wrap us up here. The final pick of the draft. Don't screw it up. Because Yeah, I'm- so
3: I think this is, uh, once again, I-, I just like to point out on my 12-song Big Board, only New Radicals was taken off there. So I-, I did way too much research that I needed to do for this, but it was fun nonetheless. I think this is an appropriate way to close out uh, this, this five-round foray here. Uh, this was a song that appeared on the 2002 album Thug Misses. Uh, It reached number 42 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 and number 12 on the Hot Rap tracks. Uh, She allegedly wrote this song in 15 minutes, and I find this very fitting because that was uh, the WAP of the early 2000s. Of course, I'm referring to My Neck, My Back, and in fact, My Pussy and My Crack by Ikea. Uh, One of the the all-time choruses, uh, one of the all-time songs. If, If you think WAP is bad and you thought this was like, the 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 downfall of society and all these people are going you know brains are rotten and everything like that no just dial it back to 2002 uh and and just bring up some kia my neck my back and And i think you'll be reminded
1: yeah lick it now lick it good
3: yes well first you got to put your neck into it and then do it do it and then you roll your tongue from the back
1: up to the front i will say the song fucking slaps as well this is a great song And is
3: not to be confused with a certain Ray Allen tweet that was supposed to be a text message that he then tweeted out, which I think is also very applicable to this right now. Be careful careful
1: with your DMs, everybody. Be careful with your DMs.
3: Yeah, DMs, not a good place to be. Fun fact: Never Billy, want to get caught in the DMs.
0: Billy actually had to ask me if he slid into my DMs by accident earlier <laughs> today. Yep, I had to double check. I did not see anything uh crude or scandalous, so it was not me. <laughs> uh, about this song: This song was requested at my junior prom, and they played it. And I went to a Catholic school, and I can tell you right now, there was an email to parents. There was a whole bunch of I love it because, like, the DJ just was like, "Whatever," and they people kept requesting. You had to put your song request through a, a nun. Who was like controlling it in the name of this? Like, they she just didn't catch it and they put it on. It was incredible and the, the people were losing their minds.
3: The same, this is, I also went to a Catholic high school and that the same thing happened to me around the time of Get Low, uh, you know, okay. those John, the East Side Boys. Yeah. Uh, windows through the wall of the sweat drop down my balls. <laughs> Does not really allow for space of the Holy Ghost between you, you know. So so all skeet, 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 yeah. skeet, skeet, skeet. So all. Well, skeet. Well, skeet, the white skeet. people don't know what that means yet. So for, <laughs> for the longest time, they're like, My skeet, God, skeet. what have we done? <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so that will wrap up the draft. We can go into honorable mentions, but before we do, real quickly, do, since I had the first pick, I'll just run through who we picked, and then we'll have to DM these so I can we can put some together. But I went with Dexie's Midnight Runners, come on, Eileen, went with Chamillionaire and Raiden, went with Gautier and somebody that I used to know. New radicals, you get what you give, and Possum Kingdom by
2: the Toadies. I went with Take On Me by Aha. Uh-huh. All the Small Things, Blink-182, Groove is in the Heart by D-Light, My Sharona by The Knack, and Me and Bobby McGee by Janis Joplin. That's eclectic, no doubt. Uh, I, went with, solid uh, list, baby.
1: I went with the darkest I believe in a thing called love, Vanessa Carlton, A Thousand Miles Away, Jaquan Tipsy, The Outfield, Your Love, and Metro Station, Shake, 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 shake it. Very I nice. was with
2: you until the last one. I was all <laughs> the way with you until oh, the last baby, one. Baby, listen to it afterwards. I heard it. I, I did listen to it. I know the song. I it's know
3: good. It. Sure. Uh, so, so I'm going to go on a limb here And say that I have the uh, Most diverse uh, group of songs here So starting with Mark Morris and Return of the Mac Followed by Craig Mack with Flavor in Your Ear The Remix version with Notorious B.I.G. Bust Rounds and L of Cool J, Followed by Lisa Loeb, Stay, Parentheses I Missed You uh, And what am I missing another one? Desiree, You Gotta Be, 1994 uh, And then lastly it's Kia My Neck, My Back Off 2002's Thug Misses
1: I
0: can't get over that.
3: That
1: is, that is ridiculous. It was on my list. It was like six down, but it was on my list.
0: That's it right there, baby. All right. So you guys could toss I know I see some in the chat, but honorable mentions, any ones that you were like toying with maybe at the end of your draft or a different point. I had Natalie Brulia as Mac is posting. I had that on one of my lists because I was trying to find a female that.
2: Yeah. So you have a (laughs) notebook. That's my (laughs) list. I I do have many, many omissions. Um, Yeah. I mean, just rip through them. So I have uh Rock On by David Essex. You guys have heard that. It's one of those songs that uh hey kids boom, yeah. rock. Uh, on, uh, rock yeah. on. Uh, I'm going to be 500 miles by the Proclaimers. Wow. That's Surprise. a miss. Yeah. Uh Just a Friend Marquis. I'm surprised no one took that. I was, yeah, um, that was No Rain Blind Melon Yep, that's one of the more popular ones from that nineties era of weird uh, something. One I I was I was instead of taking Janis Joplin, I was inches away from taking this song, and that is Walking on Sunshine by Katrina and the Waves. Oh, what I a was, song. I was, was, was right was... there. Oh, and, um, as well as Bittersweet Symphony by the Verve. Oh yes.
0: It's my ring polytone for five years.
2: Too shy by Kaja Gugu was on oh, the list. Uh-huh.
0: Wait, you said that is because you weren't taking crappy songs,
2: like right? No, so the songs I was okay. So this I meant to bring this up. The songs I meant like the Macarena, yeah, Who let oh, the Blue dog Baker, Out, five. cupo, uh, Cupid Shuffle, Mambo number five. Like, those are the hokey songs yeah. I was referring to that I didn't I stayed away from, okay. But those it's are just the so, smattering of my list. Also, <laughs> I was so really great. gonna piss you off and take Rehab by Amy Winehouse. Oh, I would have uh, no, no, I would have, she's heard. a legit artist, probably. I know, but that's her only charted song. I only saw that. You took yeah, Blink,
0: too. Like, I you could Amy Winehouse because, especially the I'm guessing the genre or the age group of the people listening.
2: I'm just playing by the rules of which you said there are none. I, listen,
0: <laughs> I say you're 100% correct on that. I The way I look at it is I just don't believe that that would be qualify as a great Goodness. one.
1: You they're already not- know the rules because there are, there are no rules. I'll rip through mine real quick here. The vapors Turning Japanese. I almost took that. Nana 99, one. Love Balloons. Yes. I love that song. Yeah. I, if you would have actually go in my head quickly until I did research, that probably would have been my favorite number oh. Uh you songs know what I love about that song?
2: Yeah, <laughs> the that's um, it's uh, it's almost like it's two songs. It has like this like rock, and then there's like a synth pop mm-hmm. in the verse. It's fucking awesome. That's even hilarious. like a little lullaby feel to the beginning of us. Yeah, ooh, awesome.
1: Um, the five stair steps. I I always have trouble making them, but the ooh ooh child things are gonna get easier. That mm-hmm. song is unreal. I also had the proclaimers, Jermaine Stewart. We don't have to take our clothes off. EU the butt. Oh Hot Away. yeah. Hadaway, yeah. What is Love, Skilo, I Wish, and then I'll, um, I think we had all of them. This is the one I almost took in place of Your Love because I feel like this is an ultimate, I think this is our biggest glaring omission, OMC, How no. Bizarre. How Bizarre, mm-hmm. How Bizarre. I put that in that Yeah, Vega song. Yeah, I know yeah, no, I that's a that great time. song. I think no, that's a great song. It's a
0: fun song, but I would put it in that same, like gimmicky, weird, like, not like a legit song. It was
2: like a piece of crap put the together. The guy like, sounds like he's drowning when he's singing <laughs> Two
1: more, uh, A couple more, real quick. Wild Cherry, play that fucking music. White Boy, Philip Bailey, Easy Lover, Eddie Murphy, Party All the Time. Is
0: like that song? Yes, oh, yeah. But he had another song that reached like number thirty six, and that's
2: was, was up? With, was up with you with Michael Jackson? <laughs> that was another song. I, it's I, pretty I, good. If, if,
1: and, if I swear to God, if Rick James did Party All the Time, it would be one of the all-time classic hits. And produce. the guy
2: from Easy Lover was the singer from Earth, Wind, and Fire. So does that yes. technically? count? That technically counts. counts. Okay.
0: Blink One Eight Two counts. So anything goes. Okay, but no so I, I have a question here.
3: So this is this yeah. was on my list, but I didn't say so. This is a cover, but it might be might be the best cover there is. Uh Sinead O'Connor, nothing compares to you.
0: That would count.
2: That would count.
1: So See, that's, that, that's a
3: pretty good one.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. come on, feel the noise is also a cover, and that kind of that counts.
3: Okay. Uh, how about I got five on it from Looney's? Oh,
1: that's yeah. a great song. Uh
3: Walking in Memphis by Mark Cohn, which I- I-, I I was early
1: on, that was high up on my list.
3: I actually thought that was
0: Michael McDonald for the longest time.
1: Oh, how uh,
2: dare you. I, yeah, know Davey, yeah.
0: I know. I know. Davy likes to me to mention when I was on the radio, but I once proclaimed that that man was dead because he was. Yeah, because he was shot in MIPS. I thought he died. This is before, like this is like I don't know, 2007. So I wasn't really on the old. I don't even know if Google like was the same that is today. But I absolutely, I was like, yep, he's dead. I, and like, I, the phones were like lighting up in the stage because they like Sunday morning shifts, and people were like, he's he's not
1: dead.
3: I'm <laughs> like, about, well, I'm pretty sure he's dead. How about a tag team? Sure he's dead
2: what's
1: that
3: (laughs) whoop there it is by tag team
1: oh back again
3: not not to be confused by woot there it is released by fellow miami bass group 95 south which the song was actually released a month earlier what a time what a time there's about
1: Whoop! pull over that ass too fat there we go
3: yeah i I like that that's that's pretty good how about this this is uh made famous from Chappelle's show uh simon says Mm-hmm. for me there's probably one of the greatest hip-hop beats of all time it's yeah a lot yeah that one's free that one's free uh but that's all I got
1: what about come on be my baby tonight by the real world guy oh yeah that's that's one of my favorite like real world moments all
0: New Orleans.
1: The guy God. was yoked. David. David.
0: David. Yeah. I I will just mention one. Uh, it rings true to local ties here. It was Norman Greenbaum's Baron in the Sky." That was the Baldwin. only. Yep, the only one I really toyed with that may have gone with because that song, f everybody, you all know it, your parents know it, your goddamn grandparents know it, their grandparents know. It. That was an absolute smash hit. Um, uh, but I I
1: stayed away from the '60s. Yeah, I, I love- would be
3: remiss if we didn't mention Goose' favorite boy band, LFO. Uh, you know, uh, su- su- was it, Summer Girls?
1: They actually have another kind of hit, so I don't think they technically do they
3: really? Have- yeah. yeah, good, good for them. New Bedford's finest, man. Yeah, William City, RIP,
1: RIP. Are they all dead? No, I think oh. just one think of, of them is definitely dead. Two of them are dead, I think. Two? Oh, oh, wow, no. oh, it's too bad. Yeah, Jesus. fell deep in love, and now he ain't speaking. Michael J. Fox was Alex B. Keaton is what one of a- the greatest lines no, it's in rap history. Of one of the
2: greatest ever.
0: Mess. It's a mess. One of the worst songs ever written of all time. New it kids
2: ever- on the block had a bunch of hits. Chinese food, Chinese food makes, makes me sick. sick. It's yeah.
0: ridiculous. It's spot, spot the
3: line. Spot <laughs> the lie.
0: <laughs> <This week indoors. laughs> Shared
2: universe.
0: All right bill um well actually we have two of our guests so you guys can tell us this week in the dork shared gooniverse uh yeah. west first west what were you guys chatting about on change My yeah, Mind?
3: yeah so we had on uh boston sports journals uh boston bruins beat writer connor ryan to discuss the best and worst boston accents and movies uh so this this was a, a lot of fun that we had and if you know connor at all uh, i remember him from his cape league days uh, back in the day, a few few years back here. So now he's doing great things. He actually rules the internet. He's a great follow on the internet on Twitter uh, at Connor Ryan underscore 93. I think that's one N in Connor, the Irish way. Uh, but but yeah, a lot of great fun. I think we had the best uh, Boston accent in the movie. It was pretty much consensus of, um, oh, why am I blanking Don't- on her name? From Gone Baby Gone. Oh,
1: all right. Holly Flex?
3: Yeah, Holly Flex. Oh, yeah. yeah. What's they, what's the actress's name? Like, Catherine Anne. Ryan. Amy Ryan.
2: Amy Ryan. Amy Ryan. Catherine Ryan. I'm thinking of um Catherine Han. Amy Amy Ryan. Amy Ryan. You're right.
3: Yeah. Amy who, Ryan. Who? Oh, yeah.
2: Who? Rossi, when you get there, plays Michael Scott's love interest on The Office. Holly Flax. Holly Flax. Don't know that. You guys go no spoilers. Season wait. five. You have to get okay. to season Four five. A bunch we'll, of we'll spoilers.
0: I got there. It shows brand new guys to me, so uh we'll hold off. But uh all right, so but, check that out. You can again check it out at Change My Mind Podcast. And the Twitter is is it at CMM what what is your Twitter handle for the show, Wes? My personal oh no oh, change my mind pod.
3: That's capital P O D. Thank you. And then your personal is uh at Tan
2: Levinson. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> did we did we discuss the band pod? Oh,
1: yes, I actually saw oh, that yeah. at Ozfest.
2: I saw him at Ozfest too. They they kind of they were kind of good.
1: They got, I, they got Actually,
2: heads. I saw the last live performance ever of the
1: guy from Drowning Pool at the Bodies at the Floor. Um, mm-hmm. he died like 2 days later and that's a one-hit
2: wonder. So, yeah. I not to big time you hear Billy, but I did Uh-oh. see one of the last live performances of Pantera at Ozfest. Oh, that's great. My ears are still ringing. That was one of the loudest things I've ever heard in my life.
3: Um what about "Crazy Bitch" by Buck Cherry? Oh, uh, no. they no, the they've
2: had they've had, they had several hits. Have they yeah. really? Good, they uh-huh. good for them. They good had
0: them. they had "Lit Up," which is an absolute smash. That's yep. that was like their first okay. one.
2: I knew Mac would love the Pod reference. Pod had uh, "Rock the Party,"
1: "Youth of a Nation." This I yeah. bought that shirt. I bought a Pod "Youth of the Nation" shirt at that Ozfest show. By the way, and Keith said it before, and I can't believe this. Like we were totally up. Rob Zombie, the best live performer besides DMX, I've ever seen. Mine would go to Outcast. I saw Outcast live. Oh, they jealous. were the shit. My Rock. favorite band of all time. So jealous. I've never seen them. Yeah, yeah
0: I, that's one of the few that are on the old bucket list. Not many still there. Uh, but Davey, this week, Dork. what Would you guys cover?
2: So we just go. We kind of went outside the box a little bit. We discussed a movie that was neither comic book, comedy, or you know, was something any lighter fare. So we did uh, the Devil All the Time, which is a new Netflix movie, uh, which has. Uh, did you watch it?
0: I, I will say this. So I didn't know you guys were covering it right away. My wife's yeah. like, oh, and she, she likes um, oh, name-slipping Tom Holland. So
2: she's like, we got to watch it. Tom Holland, Robert Pattinson, yeah. uh, Riley Keough. Good cast, like stellar cast.
0: I didn't, I'm not done with your podcast, but I will just yeah, say. Yeah. The, the slow burn and some of the visuals in this movie, I needed to watch like five episodes of The Office after. I need to put a smile on my face. I telling you, man.
2: I'm, I'm, and I said on the podcast, and I can do it here because we're, we're on the YouTube. So like I sat just like this. Yeah. for like five minutes after watching the movie and like i didn't want to move and it was <laughs> the same thing of after watching requiem for a dream where you just sit there and you're like what the fuck was that yeah uh, like it's like that heavy like it's a heavy heavy it, movie
0: and it's so, if i would say this and i don't know if you would agree and i know i got most of the sense i'm about like i only have like 15 minutes left yeah uh, but i would say for your pod i would say it's worth your time but just use your choose your time wisely
2: and happens. you will never watch it again yeah no replay value there is Unless you're a sick
0: mm-hmm. F in yeah.
2: one scene. That Isn't
3: that I'm... every Netflix movie, though? Like, do you, do we ever go back and
0: watch any other made-for-Netflix movie? I watch those Adam Sandler movies all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. Mur- I Murder Mystery, I've seen it twice. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, had, I had to see the clues that were given away throughout the, the entire movie.
3: You know, you, you know, and Nick are more like than than you care to admit.
0: <laughs> no, honestly, but I, I probably <laughs> – like, I watched The Babysitter, the first – I haven't seen the new one. I've seen that a couple times. That's a Netflix OG but yeah, most of them probably aren't really. now that you just forget about. It. You watch them once;
3: they're they're big, you know, get get all the attention, and then uh, they just fade away into the sunset. Hmm. That's
0: a good point. I second guess my life, but this one I definitely think fits right category.
1: And then uh, I think Mac and Goo is reviewing the 1986 movie Aliens. And then uh, TLTR, I think, I, I listened to the episode. They reviewed a lot of comic books, so that was cool. I also yeah. listened to the Scott yeah. Snyder um, episode. A lot of shit I didn't read. Sorry. Right. <laughs> but like, I love listening to them. Um, yeah. And the Scott Snyder interview, that was a huge get and It was an awesome interview. And, man, that guy is deep. And, like, all the stuff he was saying, I was like, this is, like, the kind of stuff I need to be reading because all of the points he was saying,
2: I was like, this guy knows the fuck out of storytelling. And it was the first time. And since we started this kind of kind of like group endeavor, I, I root for everybody. I want everybody to do well. This was the first time I was like, fuck those guys. I was so jealous. <laughs> I was so jealous. I like, I, but like, I'm so glad that Nick and, and Nick and Joe pulled it off. That was such a cool episode. So good for those guys.
0: And I think Absolutely. we, we, we brought this up with Mac last week. The diversification of the, the door shared Gooniverse is great. Like we'll sometimes do some wrestling stuff. Mm-hmm. We we'll get into with Whether like everybody's fans out not like music. We did. We dip there. You guys have these different movies. Changed my mind. You guys have done, you know, all sorts of different stuff. I think that's the one good part about like how this all kind of came together where there's a lot of similarities and reasons to listen to all four podcasts and check out all the Twitch streams. But like, mm-hmm. then there's, diversification that like oh i like this a little bit that they do and love the comic book stuff and i think fryer now has what his 17th podcast that he's god I, yeah, so quick plug. man. So,
2: so we have um we have gooniverse news by yeah. the way so if you guys we're not i'm not going to share it now you guys got to go to furloughed friends to check it out but uh Ooh. which I will be on in about 20 minutes so go make sure you go check it that out
3: like a spoiler to me
2: it's not a spoiler it feels like i don't know <laughs> and if you're listening to some posts, just go over
0: to. You can follow Nick Fry. You go over to that change yep. of my mind
2: podcast on Lucy's like uh, Twitter feed, right? Uh, yeah, and they have a furloughed friends uh, Twitter feed as well.
0: So, anyways, um, yeah. So check that out. There'll be some news coming there. Uh, Bill, next week, allegedly, we'll figure out times and purposes because we're wrapping up our sweeps month. There'll be we've had guests all month. Like it has been a hectic, fun time. Appreciate obviously Wes and Davey make it time. Oh. Next week, looks like we're lining up to do a. W, well, a wrestling finishers tier list. So we're going through all the best Ooh. finishing moves and we'll tier them up and we'll have guests from the Job and podcast. We'll have four-person booth and the rules with ours, yes, there are rules in that one. You get to bump one up. So if it's in like the lowest tier, you can move it up to a different tier and everyone gets to move one down. I think it's going to be chaotic. I think I could end up literally driving, breaking uh, six-foot distances
1: to beat the crap out of someone. Next the
2: week. Hogan leg drop is the greatest finisher of all time. All that, all that man ever did was draw I'm, the I'm, biggest
1: I'm, crowd and a leg. Uh, that'll be a lot of fun. JC, uh, part of the Jobbernarka podcast, was a part of the golf weekend oh, yeah. that very Wes nice likes through, which was a lot of fun. I got to know Wes a little bit better on the course, and I gotta say, he's one of the most entertaining humans you'll ever get the pleasure to spend time with. Oh, well, that that's JC one, right? JC won. Oh yeah, he had like an
2: eighty-seven. He's he like an eighty-seven, us all. blew us all the way, Yeah,
3: yeah, and he has uh, such a unique swing too. You see him off the tee, and you are like, I am not sure how this guy's going to get it straight. And it's just every time,
2: it's great, dead straight every single time. Every single time I saw him swing a club, it went dead straight.
3: Yeah, no, I mean it was money. He's good with the putter. It was a good time. You know, B- Billy was running, uh, running low on the ground there the whole time, staying right in the middle. It was, it was great.
1: I will say I am a great golfer from 100 yards out. 100 yards out, I'm like two to three strokes almost every time. And me and JC make a hell of a scramble team when we play. And yeah, next time, I'd like to be invited. I didn't, you know, must have missed the invitation. Were
2: you, uh-huh. were, you, miss the invite? you were you absolutely invited. Bomb, Sad sack
0: i am kidding i'm kidding i thought like mini- the
3: amount of time i had to remind everybody and no, like, resend know. the directions out to everything i was like you have to catch it at one point it falls on you at a certain uh, point i'm gonna say
1: wes's friends like our friends and i'm sure all friends relate to everything growing up from uh those reminders that we got
3: no so you know what's funny is that like my college friends would actually like get a big rise out of this because just because i like to poke fun at nick for being oblivious in life and just like following his own podcast and listening to according to jim like i was very much the <laughs> same way in college and that i was aloof i wouldn't show up i would just show up to things unannounced i would leave the irish goodbye i was just in my own world doing my own thing most of the time so the fact that i actually like uh grabbed the the bulls by the horns the horns by the bull yeah fact well, hey. that i actually did something uh would, would surprise many of my friends from another life <laughs>
0: Well, we appreciate it. the the whole door shared universe appreciates it. Hopefully, there'll be more stuff like that to come. Maybe we can go tobogganing or something when the winter hits. We uh, brought paintball. Oh, I like that.
2: Oh, K one
3: uh, uh, racing.
2: maybe some laser tag if we want to go white trash oh. on it. Oh, I really like
0: that. That's real nice. R.I.P. <laughs> Laser Quest, Bill. I don't know if you're familiar. Oh, Danvers? Yeah, just went down. All right. Pick the pod from, from, uh, from Dork for that. Also, mm. I didn't even mention it earlier, Bill, when we talked about Wrestling Minute. Uh, Road Warrior Animal passed away so yeah. the road warriors aside from paul ellering and their weird little dummy there uh, are all up in heaven with getting the road warrior pop known as the biggest pop in the history of wrestling to some people uh probably in a crowd of 10 but nonetheless uh so bill yeah we'll be back next week with that you gentlemen have anything else you need to plug before we uh, let you go just my butthole please do <laughs> can't
2: follow <laughs> <On> that man i'm good
0: appreciate you guys being a part of it we'll see you all next week frank says hi